You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Reclamation. I am Neva Lee Reckla, and I'm here with my mom, Tonya Dawn Reckla, and my dad, Justin Reckla. And today we are... I'm excited for this conversation. We've been, especially mom and I, have been discussing whether or not to do this conversation, but I think it is time. So what is the topic? The episode title today is to shave or not to shave. Dun, dun, dun. 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 That was great timing. We didn't even plan that, folks. So what is the whole point of today's message? I think the idea around to shave or not to shave is talking about the finding your preferences for how you want to look, how you want to feel about yourself. And I I think from a young, younger age, I'm 11, I was always in this space of trying to discover what felt right for me. And so I think I was about nine and I, I like begged my mom if I could learn how to shave. And then about last year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did I tell you? Okay, you can tell them what you told me. Do you, you I, don't remember? I don't remember. I may have <laughs> put it out of my head. Go ahead. Well, we talked about it, and I said, absolutely, you know, I'm happy to teach you and understand you don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's your choice that there's the propensity that once you start shaving your legs or your armpits that that you somehow feel obligated to it, right? So be in awareness of that mm-hmm. and, and, and just know that you get to be in choice around it, right? It, yeah. But very clearly, you know, I was presenting a model to you and, and there were many, many others. Exactly. But from the beginning, your desire to, w- and then our willingness to sort of step into that with you was predicated on recognizing that it's hard to stay in choice Mm -hmm. with this. It really is because of all the reasons that you're going to bring up. Exactly. And it was about mid last year. So 2020 that I decided to kind of step away from that because it's exhausting folks. I was in the shower for like an hour and it was painful. The (laughs) amount of cuts and bruises I had on my leg after that, it it was not fun. So why did I stop? I think the main reason is because I was on social media and I was saying things saying that you kind of had to. So, of course, me being me, I decided to go against everything everyone was telling me besides my parents and the people I love. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to stop. So I stopped. And I I also may dye my armpit hair now, y'all. Like super TMI. But it's very fun. It's purple. It is purple. It matches my hair. It's awesome. But... I think especially when you're representing, wait, representing, showing up in the feminine aspect, the idea of shaving your hair, no matter where it is, is like kind of a big topic of discussion. So, mom, I'm going to pass the question on to you is, and you've been alive much longer than me, so handling all the things you've seen of the feminine, how did you, I guess, step into the space of discovering what's right for you, even when, I guess, society was saying you had to do something else? Well, in true transparency, I don't think that I did until here recently. I don't think that I had the freedom and the flexibility to think about it um, in that way. It just never registered to me, even even though I talked with you about it and said, hey, you get to be in choice and all these other things. Honestly, um, similar to to the decision to, to shave my head, which we can talk about, you actually were the one that kind of prompted that. Yeah. You were the one to um, 
kind of suggest that and say, you know, I, um, you know, that looking into it for yourself set the, the stage for me to wonder how much I was in choice or not in choice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I can't explain it. Like, obviously, I have nothing against really radical moves or going against the grain or anything else. But you, um, but, but when you were talking about it, it was like, I don't know that I had ever not shaved my legs or my armpits once I started on that trajectory. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel forced to, but I, I did, I was in worlds where it was simply understood that that would happen, whether it was in, in corporate America, in the military, in government. I, I worked in places where there were uniforms, where where there were um, clothing requirements, where there was a set expectation for how a, a, a woman was going to appear. In fact, right after your dad and I got married, um, perhaps much to his chagrin, I, I made a pact with myself that I wasn't going to do my hair or put makeup on for a year. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, surprise. Best you move know, ever. <laughs> the ink had dried and everything else, right? But the um, but it became, it, it actually was a problem at work because I, re- I wasn't wearing makeup and, and I was reprimanded for it. And so it was so fascinating to me to, to go through that process. And I don't know that I realized just how many layers deep my lack of choice at a subconscious level was until this little experiment we've been doing. So, so, you know, in true form, I, you know, our daughter opens up spaces and we start exploring them. And so I stopped shaving my legs and my armpits to see really what, what would happen and how I felt about it. And it's been such a remarkable journey. So thank you, my love for even bringing it up in a way that was like, Oh, that's accessible for me also. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for being open to it. I think the, the topic, especially me growing up or in spaces of social media and stuff and we talked about this um i did a video called it stops here now talking about mm-hmm. going against beauty standards basically and going against the judgment that we faced in the world i think one when i see something that tells me what i'm supposed to do i'm basically always gonna do the opposite i still listen to my parents folks do that but when it comes to society standards i'm basically always going to do the exact opposite and it's not even that i quote like rebelling it's just i want to experience i guess that freedom because there is freedom in choosing to purposely not do what you're like i guess quote supposed to do Mm -hmm. so dad i want to pass it on to you because you both shave your heads when i talk to people i say go find the two bald people because you're like that one couple that's just bald so dad how do you handle shaving your head well for me it was uh for me it was kind of a you know i looked better sh- with the sh- with a shaved head because you know my my hair started falling out i like to you know joke around and say that my head my hair started making a mad dash from my back in when i was like 25 um and so i for me, it was it was super simple because I I, I looked like Friar Tuck, and I, I didn't want to look like Friar Tuck, and so, um, you know, I took the advice. That I I saw. Matter of fact, I saw. No, it's not. It's not true. I didn't see the the video on social media. There was a video that came out later on and said, you know, shave your head and grow a goatee. Um, but that's what I did. I, I started shaving my head and growing a goatee. And for me, for me, shaving was the exact opposite of stopping shaving right because for me the 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 body image issues that came up around looking like friar tuck right um for me was was the exact same it was like well 
I know a lot of guys who worry about their hair falling out and they wish they had a full head of hair. You know, it's kind of a, a joke in, in, in men's circles. And for me, it was just like shaving my head was such a, a, a way to empower myself to really step into more of who I am. Yeah, that's awesome. I think in, when and anything around the idea of self-image comes about, I think it's amazing to experiment in it because I think you should be able to love how you look and feel good about yourself. And even if that's going against, I guess, what society says, and to me, most of the time it is, and that's what makes me feel good. But and we're not saying you have to shave or don't have to shave to shave or not to shave is the literal title of this episode. So our point to this conversation, we are about to get into break is find who you are, find what you love to do and what makes you happy and makes you feel good because you never know. It could inspire someone else to do the same. So I'm, I'm excited to continue this conversation. Y'all, we are going to get into a quick break, but before the break, make sure to go to superpowerexperts.com, which is our website, if you didn't know, and check out the Superpower Universe. If you want to play with us more and get in this, as mom would say, yummy spaces that we are in and learn more about superpowers and the amazing conversations that we have day to day, then go join the Superpower Universe, folks, and come play with us. We're, we're super fun. We will be right back after the break. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Okay, we are back. We've been talking about to shave or not to shave. Dun, dun, dun. So before the break, we were talking about kind of our own personal experiences when it comes to shaving. I, I want to expand this conversation, even though the, the name of the title has to do with shaving, is, and Mama passed the question on to you, is how do you handle the idea of self-image, especially in a world, I think, especially regards to the feminine from what I've seen and experiencing it and living in it is how do you handle developing a self image, especially with, I guess, societal standards? Um, well, I don't, I, you know, part, a lot of it is, is, is to opt out, right. A lot of it is to say, no, thank you. Uh, and, and some of the standards I do hold, right. I, I held shaving for a long time and I don't think I would have thought that I, I know I didn't think that in any way I was abdicating power and I'm not positive that I was, but it's really cool to see those layers coming off and, and the experiment like Neva's talking about, even if it's just temporary, I know that, you know, for a lot of men growing facial hair during November, you know, it gives them an opportunity to do something maybe that they wouldn't otherwise. Those are really important steps to take because 
um, as Neva so eloquently illustrates, you you need to find your own path with things. And it's really challenging sometimes with, with any sort of um, influence from outside of you. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes the only way you are going to know, and I would say perhaps always the only way you're going to know for sure for yourself is to walk that path. And, and it's a great time to mention when you have a really solid foundation of awareness of, of, of your own actualization and, and faith, then, then you do feel a lot more liberated and free to explore this world in different ways because you're not bound by some worldly standard. You're not seeking um, satisfaction or affirmation from the world around you. You're 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 ha- in conversation with divine, and so playing with all of the stuff that's here in this world becomes something very different because you're not trying to find yourself in it. You're you're trying to find how you're going to decorate your persona, like your aesthetic, right? Yeah. But but that's very different than knowing that as who you are. Right, identifying as the body creates all kinds of problems when it comes to our own actualization, our faith walk, and, and our relationships with each other, with ourselves, um, because it's very fickle, right? As, as we as we see, right, social media is very fickle. You may have a lot of fans one day, and they may hate you the next, right? Like it, it's very challenging when you identify in that stuff, and so all of these conversations that we have really lead back to who you know yourself to be. And when you know who you are um, as an aspect of the divine, none of that really gets to you in the same way anymore. And so so unlike the the shaving of the legs kind of experience that I'm in, and I'm not, I still don't know where I'm going to fall on that one, but I'm enjoying the layers that are coming off literally of like, Oh wow, like like I didn't realize that I mean silly things like like getting in the pool and feeling like chills come over my body, that feeling that that you get of of um how beautiful that feeling is. I didn't realize that I had this little alert that was going off in my head of like, uh oh, I have chills on my head on my legs, like I'm gonna have to shave my legs again, you know, whatever that concern is, and whether that's even true, I don't know, but it was in there. Mm-hmm. Right. I wasn't allowing myself to fully enjoy an experience because I was concerned on some level about something physical, right? So it was really bizarre, yeah. like the wind blowing, like you can feel it on your leg. Like I didn't know that was a thing, right? So it's it's kind of silly stuff like that, but it's worth the experience. And then once you've had that and disentangled it, then you get to be in choice, right? Unlike that, when I shaved my head for the first time, right before we went to Burning Man in 2017, that was instant, like love at first sight. Like I knew in that moment I was never going back, right? That, that was the most liberating thing I've ever done in my existence. And so, so there, there, there's, there are different responses. So it's not like, Oh, get rid of all body hair or let all of it, you know, fly in the wind. It may be different for different parts of your body. Right. Yeah. And, and so really removing the identity in that sets people free. Yeah. You got to remember that no matter what you do, you get love for it and you're going to get hate for it. But you don't get nothing. If if you you wait wait for for it, it. wait for it. (laughs) You got to be, and you got to be okay with that. That's why I love the fact that you have to make that decision for yourself. Exactly. And what I found with, especially trying to fit in, I guess, societal standards is it develops insecurities Mm -hmm. and like, I would go to shave my legs and stuff. And then like, the next day, it would start to grow back, and I would feel, oh, goodness, I'm going to have to do it again. Or you find a spot that you missed, and you're like, oh, everybody's like, going to see oh. that. It's so, yeah, it, it's but then it's silly. much then it looks much worse when you, like, cut yourself trying to, like, shave it all off. So, it was for me, it was like I was just tired of feeling insecure about it, especially since I go to places where there's a lot of, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a lot of younger females 
there who are operating in, I guess, the societal standards, and I love them all. They're all my friends. But I was finding, like, oh, they do that. Should I do that? Mm -hmm. And so I got tired of feeling like I had to do something. The comparison piece. Yeah, so I just stopped doing it. And then once I stopped doing it, I realized that some people may judge. That's okay. They're going to judge that I'm not going to hang out with them anyways. So, like, I was talking to mom about this. We were, I think we were on a road trip. And I was talking about how sometimes doing things that go against what society says, it shows you who actually supports you because the people who judge you for it, then that that shows you who you can walk away from. And so it it's kind of like, I guess, a challenge in a sense. <laughs> a filter. Exactly. A filter, not a challenge. Um, So dad, because mom and I, I guess, operate in the more feminine side of things and the story and you were talking about the how, how to handle those conversations when it comes to like the masculine side of things can you expand more on that well yeah because the thing that comes to my mind immediately is is um from the masculine point of view it's this this expectation that you know your 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 woman your girlfriend should be you know <laughs> clean shaved and silky smooth and and long flowing and locks long flowing locks right <laughs> my, my my favorite is um one of my favorite stories around you know tony you shaving your head is is you know the party that we were at and uh, a woman came up to us and said and, and she looked at you and she was just kind of in awe and she didn't even ask you she just immediately looked at me and said well what do you think of your wife shaving her head i'm like <laughs> i help her shave it <laughs> right and so it's like still attractive still attractive i'm <laughs> not in love with her hair you know it's it's just that's that's it. there's a, a like a, like you said a societal norm that mm -hmm. that's what makes men and women attractive is is our hair you know and it's like you're very hairy <laughs> or lack thereof, or lack right? thereof right and exactly. and for me it's 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 not that I mean, it's so much more than that because both of you are so much more than your hair exactly. right i mean if if that was the case i mean if hair was a thing i, I mean I'm, I'm part wookie so um you know uh, good thing you love chewbacca and, and the wookies because i mean i i'm extremely hairy and so for me you know seeing those reactions i mean how many times have we've had somebody come up to us no matter where we're at and god bless them we'll take the prayers but come up to us and just automatically assume that you're a cancer survivor, right? Me, but not you. Yeah, me exactly. But and I and, and I've got a shaved head. But why is it that they assume that you're a cancer survivor and and I'm not, right? And and neither one of us have cancer, and we understand that's an entire journey in and of itself, right? And we always meet those people in in grace and, and welcome the. We 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 always joke. We we'll always take the prayers. We'll always take the prayers. Thank you very much. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. And I think it's a it's a great dialogue around what we already have in our subconscious and what it people think it means if a woman has a shaved head. Mm -hmm. And I think it's finding those like society standards. And I love operate. I love seeing how they work. Um, I think from a young age, I've always been like curious on how to kind of break those boxes when i was like six or seven i had a mohawk and wore boxer reefs and played with a chewbacca toy well you shaved the side of your head first I did. and then your sister followed danny and then and then and then i thought wow yeah, we, that, were, we, that were, we, were, we were in california we were in california we all went to the same barber yep. 
And I went to Barber's for a very long time. I had very short hair and shaved sides. That was like my go-to hairstyle. And I remember one time I was at a restaurant and a kid came up to me and I, I was just playing because they had like this outdoor patio thing. And this little boy comes out to me. I was probably like six. And he goes, are you a boy or a girl? I say, I'm a girl. And then he just goes, oh. And then he walked away. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's interesting. And so it was like just finding those things from a young age. And I think I've always, I guess, pushed the boundaries of stereotypes. And it's a fun thing to <laughs> play around in. And I, I try my best not to poke the bear. I still do from time to time. And I have my parents to tell me not to. But especially with the idea of self-image and self-identity and the whole journey that, com- journey or journey that comes with it is, I think, self-appearance is like one of the big things about it and finding what that is for you is a good thing to experiment with i think so and i think it it bears kind of you know having this conversation in this in in acknowledging that yes you open the doorway but a lot of it for me like i have something built up that that you don't which is the years that i've been on this planet that you haven't Mm -hmm. and so so what was so beautiful about was the communication that your dad and i have you know, Justin, we, we're able to talk about these things and it's it, because it's not fair. It's not fair when, when you know, you get married to somebody and you start thinking, you know, who they are. And in the beginning, maybe it is some of the more superficial stuff because you're learning about each other and stuff. But at least, you know, you're, you kind of think, oh, I know how this person looks. <laughs> and then they totally change on you. Right. And so that, that communication is really important. Like, of course, in a relationship, we should create the spaces and the containers for everybody to develop themselves, but, but also we also communication about that's it. That's right, because because you do have agreements and you have real feelings at play, and and as much as you know, it's it's beautiful that we get the space to traverse our own development and our own layers and pull those back. You know, th- those still will invoke things in in each of us, right? As you, your dad and I, as your parents, perhaps you as our child, things that your dad and I choose to do, things that you and I might choose to do that that as a man, your dad's got to now work through those layers. Um, but we willingly and knowingly and in awareness do those things. And so, so we, we would be remiss not to, not to say you still should honor the relationships, not that mm. anybody should feel like they have to ask permission from somebody else to change something physically, but it does have an impact, Exactly. right? Your dad's smirking and I know he's, he's biting back a lot of comments. Let's try to keep this one not explicit. Come no, on. No, no, absolutely <laughs> It's a family no, show, y'all. No. He's, he's, yeah, I, I don't I'm just laughing because I, I can hear all the thoughts going through every single guy's head right now but folks guys let me let me let me reassure you you save a ton of money on products because <laughs> we don't buy have to buy shampoo or conditioner or she still she still showers y'all and washes her hair don't <laughs> worry oh my gosh <laughs> how yes. did this become about tonya's hygiene <laughs> but I mean, but we but we, we but we we i mean it, it's one of those oh wow you you don't have to buy that and that's like it, so it's just kind of it's got a kind of a benefit it's like oh yeah. i didn't think about that that's, not the that's time nice. oh, the time goodness. i would spend i had long long hair that was red it was a beautiful beautiful hair it's not she like like ariel it's not like i'm hiding something that i'm ashamed of like i really just was tired of it like i i finally saw all of the re all the ways that i was allowing what I thought about my own hair or what I thought other people thought about my hair to impact my decision making. Like I wouldn't swim. I, I'm a swimmer. I love swimming and going under the water. And when you have long red dyed hair that you're going twice a week, spending two hours and however much money at the salon to have upkept, 
you don't put your head in the water like chlorine eats it out, right? You're not going to do that. And so, so it's been incredibly liberating to realize all the ways that I had imprisoned myself into some idea of beauty that, I mean, we don't have to buy shampoo and conditioner. You know, well, Neva you still up, has you hers. You picked up but... eight seconds on your 400 meter. It's all good. <laughs> I'm slick. Well, now I just put it back on leg hair. So, you know, there's a negotiation at play. <laughs> but yeah, I think the... I think the big thing for me about, like, I purposely chose to stop shaving is, one, I'm not going to lie, I saw cool people on Instagram who had, like, shaved dyed heads, and then they would dye their armpit hair to match, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I wanted to do that with long hair. My hair isn't that long, but, so then I did it, and I was so happy, and I walked out, and I just dyed all my hair, I lifted up my arms, and both mom and dad looked at me like I was crazy, and it was so worth it, but I think... She often gets that look. I do. And you should just see crazy. my brother's face. He was so concerned. <laughs> but I think playing around in those spaces, and for me, I think I've always operated in the space of, especially when it comes to the, quote, feminine side of things, is pushing the stereotypes of that. And y'all know me. You know I never do anything the way I'm, quote, supposed to. So I think playing around in those spaces is super fun, especially at a young age. And... I'm lucky enough to only been here for a few years that I haven't had to unpack a bunch of decades of stories around that. And so I think it's a great thing to play with and find what's comfortable for you. Do what you want to do. Look how you want to look. And like we're talking about the communication piece is also find the people who love and support you for that and aren't attached to what you look like and do that for other people because if you want the freedom to look how you want to look be who you want to be you have to give others the same exact freedom and i think the idea of self-image is a great way to start you have to love yourself before you can love others so love each other love yourself and i think we're we, we are unpacking so many awesome things and we are going to start wrapping up, but either of you, do you have any last points? For me, it's get beyond the hair, look beyond the hair, especially if you're in a relationship. If you're a guy and you're listening to the show and you think that your wife, your girlfriend, whatever it is, is, you know, it boils down to their hairdo. It's time for you to take a really, really deep look at your relationship. Your the your your girlfriend, your wife is not their hair at all. And they're typically gonna do the opposite thing you want them to do. So just love them how they are. Exactly. Love them for who they are and exactly. the spirit and their beingness and what they do for you and who they are and how they show up in the relationship first. Everything else is just superficial. Yeah, and I think for parents, your your kids' choices and their aesthetics don't define you. They, you're not your kids aren't an extension of your personality in the sense of of how they appear, and and giving them the freedom to develop that for themselves. You know, we had a, quite the run in in the co parenting situation mm-hmm. around um, hair, and and the smartest thing we did was to push back against that and give Danica the freedom to kind of discover herself for herself. And, but it was tough, right? Because when you butt up against sort of these ideologies of, of wait, but kids should look this way. Kids should have this. Kids need to be this. Kids kids have to do this. And if they're exploring this, oh my gosh, so what, what's going to happen? They're going to become delinquents. What's it say and, about me? And what's it say about me? What are people going to think about me? And you have to stop, folks. Work through that stuff on your own. That is not your children's responsibility. Give them the freedom to discover these things because they will find their center. But when we 
overlay with on them what we think they should do, who 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 we think they should be, what we think they should look like. Um, you're you're just creating a rift in your relationship that's going to backfire. And as we've said before, they're going to go off on their own and discover it anyway. You just won't get to be a part of it. And it's such a tragedy when you don't get to be a part of that richness that comes from allowing your kids to be wholly who they are. So, so if you're a parent, really look at um, either how you programmed your kids or are currently programming them in some sort of ideology, some sort of aesthetic that, that, you don't, maybe you don't intend to, but certainly is creating a box that, that they feel kind of shoved in mm-hmm. and, and they, they can't know if they agree with it or not until you give them the opportunity to learn and discover for themselves. I mean, my parents didn't force me to shave my legs. It just, it just was kind of a, assumed that at a certain age, this is what you did. I don't even know that it would have been a conversation. Um, certainly if I bumped up against it, I said, oh, absolutely not. I don't want to, they're not going to make me, but, but I didn't even think to think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so let's open up some of these containers, some of these boxes and say, hey, I, I don't know that like who says we have to do this. Exactly. Right. Who was the first person to take a sliver of metal to their leg to remove leg hair? Like and why? Like we're not going to research it. Maybe it's you're bi- going to research it. It's a billion it. dollar industry. Do I need to say more? It's so well, we know why it's perpetuated. Yeah. I, I, I would love to know where the initial kind of thought came from. So write mm-hmm. in, tell us about it, um, whatever, because it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it it is and parents i'll tell you a little secret if you want your kids to think that you are the absolute best then let them be who they want to be i can't say any more on this point if you want your kids to feel happy in who they are you have to release all attachment you have on who they become because your kids are not a miniature version of you. They're not a doll. They are a person. And you have to realize that, parents, and y'all are doing a great job at it, but admitting to yourself that they're going to become their own person and who they want to be and just giving them the freedom and opportunities to do that is a great way to have amazing relationships with your kids. So, y'all, this has been an awesome conversation on to shave or not to shave. That should be a movie. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. In a world with no hair. Or with lots of hair. Okay, we can we could keep going for days. So thank you all. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad, for having this conversation. Remember, if you want to play with us more, go to superpowerexperts.com and join the superpower universe, y'all. We are talking about awesome things. If you want to be in a yummy, oh my goodness, I'm turning into you saying yummy you all the time. You are a mini version of me. You're my doll. Oh my. Okay. If you want to experience a fun <laughs> you space. You the look. <laughs> if you want to experience a fun space full of high vibration and love, then go to the Superpower Universe, y'all, and play with us. Please check out all of our other podcasts. And yeah, I'm so excited to just play with y'all more. So yeah, we will see you next time. And from our inspired family to yours, we, we, love, you. Love, you. we love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.